0: The intro is different this time because we're not doing a last time on lawful stupid because this whoa, 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 whole what? episode is a last time on lawful stupid. <laughs> oh god! So this is all Devin's creation, and I think it's probably one of the better ideas that he's had just ever. Period. Thanks. So I'm gonna let, yeah, no, I'm gonna let you ride. Like this is your show, man.
1: You tell Everyone, them welcome what's to gonna the. Welcome to the Atlas Show. Uh, so no, what, we, what we're doing is we've made it up to 20 episodes, which is, I, I was listening when I was going back to the episodes, you had mentioned Christmas is coming up soon and we're going to be out of town, so that's kind of cool just to know that we were starting this last year and it's already May and we're still kicking these episodes out, so we, we've done something with our lives so we've far. We've made it
2: further podcast. than any of us thought we were going to. <laughs> yes.
1: It's true. It's very true. Uh, so basically what we're going to do is, is hopefully in, in kind of rapid, sty- rapid fire style, um, I want to Try to keep it around 25 minutes. We'll see what this ends up looking like. Uh, just kind of talk about hit the highlights of all the episodes. So anyone who's new listening to our show can start here. And if you decide that you love it, then you can go back and you have a backlog of, of 20 episodes to go check out. Uh, you should have turned it into like a Pokemon wrap. I did actually.
3: Oh, okay, great. Awesome. But that's for, that's that's this. for
1: our Patreon members. Uh, that's exclusive oh, wow. material wow. that I now have to go prepare.
2: Yeah, I have to do it now. <laughs> <So> now <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, so without further ado, let's go ahead and kick off into this, and uh, I, I, I have notes, and you guys see the, everyone have those notes pulled up, I hope? I know, yeah, absolutely, Great. even off better, the cuff. even better, I think that's actually better if you guys don't, and I just make up all the things. No, so we will start off, so epi- episode one, we called the Red Roof Inn, and that is, um, that was actually a, a funny thing that Dwayne, like, didn't realize he had done, is copied the name of the inns that would be den- denoted by red roofs. And so it was too late, and it was canon. Um, but where we start at is my character Atlas. It opens up with me working at the Golden Hammer. That's where you sort of are introduced to my character, and um, his father Henry comes and knocks on the door. There's a there's um, there's an issue or there's a problem where Atlas's mother, adoptive mother, uh, has been taken by bandits, and so then we flop over to um, the Red Roof Inn. Where our other two compatriots uh, show up, and you tell about where you guys came in at.
3: Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, we came
1: in on the ship. Yeah, on a ship,
3: together, but not together.
2: Yeah, we just were on the same ship. We weren't necessarily together, you know, not like that. Yeah, <laughs> not in, like, the biblical sense.
1: <laughs> you know, whatever you want. So what happens next is uh, they go to the Red Roof Inn. Um, and and then I also go there. Atlas goes there looking for help. We need some people to assist us in finding Teresa, Atlas's mother. And so I go there, and just so happens I meet the boys. But the boys have some of their own agendas as well. Yeah, Which, just,
2: uh, yeah. So Christoph, he was there to try and uh, ingratiate himself with the local nobility. He's a he's a cast out noble, so he's trying to find his place in the world. So he runs into you know Lady Tressel, who's the lady of the town um and just does a great job trying to secure a position <laughs> in her court does a real good job uh, he does a very bad job actually yeah that wasn't and,
0: a thing uh, that affected the course
3: of our lives forever yeah it definitely <laughs>
0: opened up an optional quest line that was not intentional in the beginning I don't even know
3: why we're,
2: ta- we're talking about it because it was so inconsequential and <laughs> that's true it <laughs> but, doesn't
0: shape the course of the story at all that's fair
1: and Rowan, uh, I guess, actually Rowan is the biggest mystery. We're still kind of trying to figure out ourselves is where he's coming from, so we won't delve too much into his unless he's got something he wants to...
3: Nope, I definitely have a storied nope. background that is not made up on the spot whatsoever.
1: Uh, Remo 2018, folks, wait for it. It'll be here. I was about
2: to say, we're still, we're still figuring out what, what uh, Rowan's doing, and so is Alex. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he, uh, he knows so, what he's doing.
1: I know what I'm about. What ends up happening is I convince the boys via money... Uh, actually, Rowan just wants to help. He's just there. Um, and Kristoff says, how much gold you got? So we we promise him some gold. Uh, we have a run-in with a, a guy named Craig and some of his, his lackeys. But yeah. we end up going to where Teresa was last seen. We find some tracks that lead um, away from the scene of an overturned cart eventually find a cave entrance that's hidden by a lot of overgrown brush, and then we begin to head down to the tunnels we presume the bandits are in wait, or at least have taken Teresa. At that point, we I, I do not stealthily make my way through the cave, and so the three hooded figures that we end up seeing from a distance turn and begin to run of us at us, and that is the end of episode one. So then we get led into episode two. Uh, a lot of our episodes... I think you guys have to agree when we fight. There, there. Most of the episode is the fight, which is kind of cool. Uh, we've only gotten in probably four fights, I think. Um, but we end up yeah. beating these these dorks. Shane, I believe that your character, like, is trying to slink around the outside every day. He's like, I'm going to go stealth and I'm just going to go around these guys. Yeah. Well,
2: the thing you have to realize about Kristoff is that he's not um, what you would call a big dumb idiot. Um so he does he does approach things with some tactics. Um usually that tactic consists of uh, not getting hit in the face.
0: Which which is funny because in this in this scenario it would have worked out great except for your role. If I remember correctly, you had the bad role for the self role that time.
2: Um, I don't believe so, I believe it was Rowan that botched that one. Uh if memory serves and it usually does. Uh,
1: maybe I don't know
0: uh, Devin I don't remember. remember do you remember listening to episode 2 I feel like uh, Shane had like a bad stealth role there and he, like, it, made... it
1: was me it, I think yeah. he was no, cool. no you you yes, and was bad reaguing. but mine was worse is the only thing that that made it happen like he was like oh gosh it was like a, I think it was like an 8 or something but mine was like crit fail I can't remember. I think
2: exactly what happened was I tripped and bumped into some I think I tripped right. and bumped into Atlas and I was like
0: what are you doing that's right, that's right, right. It was a combination of things. I remember you tripping and bumping into somebody specifically. Yeah,
3: this so, is just the recap. It's not actually factually true. That's true. Yeah. Anything could
1: have happened. So we make our way through the tunnel system and eventually find Teresa, and she's being held at sword point uh, by a man with a large blade. And then me as Atlas, having you know uh, an investment in my mother, immediately just throw a spear to attack. Uh, I, well, we didn't I... take...
2: I think we're we're burying some some good story here.
1: Yeah, uh, let's hear it. This oh this no, no. Not, he also yeah, talk about what he wants to yeah. A normal man
2: him. like yeah like all, all guys. These, I don't know, uh, I, this was not a normal man right? So this was not like a guy who um was just a normal human. He had like we, they had like weird blood and they had like weird markings and they were wearing robes that, like very much cultists, um and. He was here to get uh, a legendary sword forged by, uh, by Henry. Henry. Henry, yeah, yeah. Henry yeah. Alice's uh, adoptive father. Uh, that was kind of his goal here. And so that's kind of what led to the confrontation that was immediately uh, reached to reach a, a sparking powder keg moment when Alice threw a spear at his face.
1: But if you go to our website you can see those uh what, what do you call it? Uh missed missed moments or what do you what do you would you write? Oh, the do you write uh misconnections. Yeah, misconnections. <laughs> go check out the that guy. He has a misconnection. Yeah. Um I think in that up, is that up or have we put that up yet? No, oh it's super. It's hilarious. Uh so yeah, we, we he's dead. That guy's dead. Um he got better. also this is not known to Atlas, but Kristoff takes all of Henry's money.
2: Oh it is it's, yeah, not at the time. Yeah, well, not it's still at the time. not known. He still doesn't know you no, oh he my no, he yes, I, absolutely came, I, I absolutely came I absolutely came clean you? during our great denouement of uh get, getting together and and moving to Yuri. We we wiped the the slate clean and we we all confessed our sins.
1: Uh then behind after we after we get rid of that guy, Rowan does a good thing and is able to solve the door puzzle that is there which it's, it's I, Yeah, the nice. magic box door puzzle. <laughs> I, t- I mean, it was good. It was good stuff. And he had drank like a whole bottle of wine by this point. In real life.
3: Yeah, that's, that was Alex drinking, not Rowan. <laughs>
1: um, this leads into the artifact room. And before us, we see laid out on these on these pedestals, these three floating artifacts. One is a maul, one is a loot, and one is what well, it is a book we perceive. Well, in, in our minds, we would, I thought, spell book. You know, just it matched too well. Our, it was funny when you guys said this seems strangely appropriate. That was what Shane said. It was really funny. <laughs> um, and so if you guys want to talk about that for a second. Yeah, so we
2: had, uh, of course, the Lute of Win, the Hammer of Darridan, and the Book of Bacab. I don't actually know if it was the Book of Bacab. The, bo- the book was never named, but I'm going to assume it's the D&D uh, lore god of magic Bacab. Uh,
0: I mean, those but, are all yeah. really great guesses, but if you want to actually know what the book is called... It was
3: the Dungeon guy. Cortex
0: Masters of guide.
2: the Creators. Cortex of the Creators is what it was, uh, or the Book of Bacob, as known
1: colloquially. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> from the arcade walls. From the, oh, the arcade, arcade walls, walls
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, Biggest running fucking gag of this show is a plot point.
2: <laughs> but uh, the Hammer of Derrida is so powerful, even the God Spirit. Um, the Lute of when uh, God's voice could be heard in its chords. And uh, the cortex of the creator um, contains the knowledge of the divine.
1: So all very cool threads of stories that we could have possibly taken. Mm -hmm. But um, we decide, um, the first time we decide to touch one, there's a giant stone golem, a nine-foot golem in this room. It activates upon us touching one of those artifacts. And so that leads us, that's where we end episode two is we roll initiative, into episode three and spend uh, a majority of that episode fighting this golem. Um, we beat it. We take all. We take everything we do afterwards just assume we get the loot, no matter what happens. Yep. I think this is where you got create and destroy water. In this, the I can't scroll. remember if that's this episode. Yeah.
0: no, yeah. it's it's in that little uh, journey that he loots it. Yep,
2: <laughs> and he's yeah, that's uh, that's gonna come in handy one that's, day. That's really just he's,
0: like. The main plot point. This whole story is around this scroll that's create and destroy water, and, and he's going <laughs> to use it early. And I'm going to be like, "No fuck, you just ruined the whole podcast." Well, the other thing nope.
2: that that um <laughs> that we that I have notes of um, that nobody else seems to uh, remember is that Alex looted a particular potion during this event. Um, and I happen to know a little bit about potion lore, as it were. I happen to know it's a love potion. Uh, I, Scott Shane, know that. Kristoff does not know that, but Alex does have a love
1: potion.
3: I uh, see. I didn't know that. You super do, yeah. I, yeah.
1: I'm inter- Now you guys have to go dig and find and let us know where that's at. I'm interested in yeah, it. It's in
2: his bag, sure. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's, it's in, in my hand. bag, rattling
1: around. No, last object a
3: with the scroll, like it's just there.
1: Uh, so we, we beat this golem, uh, Rowan. We, we decided to take the loot, and there's a vision, well, Rowan, that you have. Well, to be
3: fair, we didn't decide that at first. There was like 40 minutes of like, all right, take this one, and then try that one. Okay, now but try we'll, to pull we'll it we'll all together. All to at the same time. One, uh, and you two, can catch all three. that in episode three. Yeah, and it was not happening. And Dwayne just let us fucking flop there before he's like, guys, you can only take one.
1: Hey, Rowan, tell us about that first vision you have, if you if you remember offhand what that one's was about.
3: Uh, the one where you get fucking pink messages. That's the one that's, that's the everyone one. remembers the OTS. <laughs> yeah, I
1: don't remember that at all. That's so <laughs> he put it so eloquently. Uh yeah, so there's a vision of Atlas dying horrendously in battle.
2: Red, red blood dust <laughs> I believe it was the direct vote. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so then I remember that we need to uh, take you know, we get, we need to go back to Findle. I remember Findle in town, know that he's he's a guy who can Tell us about artifacts. He's he's a crazy old man, but if anyone has answers, he's the one to help. So we finish by rolling out of the cave, and uh, that's so choose a mystical item, any mystical item. That's episode three. Episode four, Craigslist. It's personally one of my favorites to listen to. Um, we get outside the cave, and Craig and his boys. And this was an add-on by Dwayne, so we didn't know this about the episode until unless until we listened to it that Craig and him had a plan to wait for us to come out of the cave with whatever was inside there that were going to jump us. Um, so if you, I don't know if you guys want to talk about that for a second, like what went down. Yeah,
2: as, as a part of um, our new initiative, which is called Nice Boys 2.0, um, <laughs> we're trying to not murder everyone. So Christoph was like, all right, let's give this guy a chance. Hey, you guys are adventurers. You guys are get hired to save people from bandits, not be bandits. But Craig was like, all right, hire me to not murder you. So we murdered him.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it, he didn't really leave us a choice. So it was more self-defense than murder.
2: Yeah, that's true. Murder is the crime, taking a life is the action. <laughs> yep.
1: of debate. Yeah, that, and debate, you that a few backs.
2: times. <laughs> uh, so you we we fight, kill lived, everyone.
1: Yeah, Renwa, Renwa mm-hmm. lived.
2: Yeah, and we took him into town and tied him up in a bow and gave him to the master's gift,
3: the just We and, did. Yeah, which had no ulterior motives whatsoever. And that's where we met, the light of our lives.
1: Our Turinga, guiding star. Taringa. I wonder if he even Turinga. listens still. I hope that he still listens.
2: I, if he doesn't, I'm sad.
1: I mean, basically the whole podcast is about him. It's actually yeah. a Taringa show. Yeah. He's really the real hero. I <laughs> mean if, if someone made a character with my name and I was like a star character in most episodes, I'd listen just to, just to hear that. So you're welcome, Tringa. Now you're star in this episode as well. You're I'm not no more satisfaction.
2: I wanted him in today, live, flown in from uh, Arizona, where he lives. I don't know where he lives. Um, but that wasn't applicable, so.
1: No. Uh, so after we take Renoir back to Oxbane, Kristoff begins to get into the money exchange, goes to the Golden Buckle, meets some shady characters. Um, I, be, talks- I, go, I go
2: down the uh, the rabbit hole for some political intrigue. Um,
1: that's yeah. where, this,
2: is where, this is where the threads start to unravel.
1: And so he meets with a man. He's trying to, he's trying to find Eckenbar. He, he's heard about Eckenbar. So he goes to the Golden Buckle to try to find a man named Eckenbar. Uh, I don't know if it's in this episode that you realize, like, you find out he is Eckenbar. He doesn't yeah, tell you no, who he is. Yeah, it's definitely this one. Yeah. Um, but it ends with those two in a booth discussing some political, again, political things. And it, to me, it's very interesting that, like, we, we split off at this point for a little bit. Dwayne is Dwayne's like, I did not, I didn't want you guys to do this, but hey, it's your story. So I'm going to run with it. Yeah, so then that takes us into episode five. Um, so I try not to delve into these. Some of these, are, we, we, we run around a lot. So basically what happens to this one is I seek out you boys at the at the Red Roof Inn. I stay at my own place for the night against... Because me as Atlas wanted to stay in, in the hotel even though I live in the town. Yeah. Just to be close to his boyfriends? Just to be with your friends. Yeah, <laughs> boyfriends. Been boyfriends.
0: Been his, that was this whole thing, yeah.
1: Yeah, I just, I just want adventure, and you guys are the closest thing I've had since Battleborn. Right, so I meet it with the boys, uh, Rowan's out and about, <laughs> and tell them about your trip to the town to play your Luke. Um, It was very lucrative, except for when I tried to steal
3: from a priest and she caught me, and then I convinced her that
1: she was really robbing us. It was one of the best well, moments, one of his best moments in the podcast so far. I did not expect him to be like, no. I was trying to. to, to, to I was put trying to give a donation. Pocket. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't want people to Sorry. think
2: that I was super charitable. Yeah.
1: So good. So uh, then what happens is, Rowan and Atlas go talk to Findle about this loot that they found. Uh, Findle, in return for for some information, wants us to get the lost ir- the lost iris from, or the gold iris from the uh, tinker, tinkerer in Zenorf.
2: The golden eye through which you can see the night sky.
1: She said. Yes. She said, I mean, it is. <laughs> it's beautiful. I'm not I'm not mad at you.
3: Just talking about it.
1: It's a cool <laughs> magic just, item sorry. that
3: Dwayne made. Dwayne just shakes his head. Fendel also uh, sticks his hands in everyone's mouth.
1: Everyone's but mouth. He, he, he rubs on my tusks and rubs he, on Christoph's horns. He learned to regret
2: putting his hand in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Thing,
1: bro? So he, he lets us, uh, he tells us he'll let us know about the loot once we secure this iris. Uh, as we are leaving to head north, Kristoff meets with us. Um, he, but he also runs into Jessica Arsvon if you want to talk about him for a second. He's <laughs> Mad a pretty important Man's character right
2: fun. now. Yeah, no, he's he's a big deal. Uh, he he actually was in, in the kingdom that Kristoff uh, was, was from, uh, Silence. He was there during a kobold campaign uh, with his Heralds of the Storm. Um and basically we I, I'm going through, I'm meeting him, I'm starting to get a better feel for what's going on with Lady Trestle and, and this Im- ambassador shear. Um, but it really points me uh back in the direction of uh, of the boys and uh and the quest for uh the golden Irons. So we go and we meet with Findle again. <laughs> um a little deja vu Groundhog Day style uh recap just mm-hmm. to get Kristoff back on board and we get so we get some additional details, we do some coloring. Uh, but it all leads us <laughs> to uh, to the fact that we have to go and, and secure the golden iris
1: yeah so episode six with findle the Mad has us um, th- that's where actually we run back into him and oh, then we I'm go sorry, back I'm yeah scared. talk no it's fine yeah, yeah but so it was just I thought too I thought it's like man we went to see him two times but we had recorded all that at once is why it mm-hmm. felt like that
0: Boy, so we run into him, him again up as a party as well mm-hmm.
1: yeah. so he, he again he tells that we head north. There's an old man who approaches us during the night. Basically, out of the kindness of my heart, I give him food and things, and he ends up Hot robbing biscuits. me Hard biscuits, Hard biscuits, and he steals a lot of gold for me. So that's basically episode six, traveling north. There's some other things that go on, but uh, we the fun of the funniest parts is the talking door at the Tinkerer's house. So good. Um, please go go listen. You know what? Go listen to episode six.
2: No, episode seven is where it gets fucking late. And
1: eight. Mm-hmm. Yes, seven and eight. Yep. No, no, it was no, it was eight. It was eight at the very end. Anyway, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's what happens in episode six. Episode seven, uh, Tinker Hell is about us getting into this Tinker's house. I don't think anyone wants to break that one down.
2: Uh, we went in. We found some rooms with weird furniture in it, and it is desperately in need of cleaning. There were also <laughs> uh, robots in there. There was like a chest and some puzzles, and we electrocuted ourselves a bunch. Um, but mostly, it was all uh, just to get inside, upstairs, and come face to face with the
1: tinkerer. He says, "Who do you think you are?" And then roll initiative. But that takes us to episode eight, Domo Arigato, Mister Roboto. We fight the giant robot. We beat the giant robot, and we remove the gnome, gnomon, inside.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we question him about his. I think is, we question him about his actions. I feel like we're we're talking to our child. Why did you do that? Hey, why'd <laughs> you try to do a murder?
3: Why'd you try to do a murder? Yeah, which, to be fair, we broke into his house, and we're like, why are you trying to kill us? Uh, to be fair, it's not his house,
2: it was Chinsky's house. That was Alistair. We he's didn't he's know that splatter. at the point. Fair. Dwayne
1: laughs harder in this episode at the end than I think. There's this, one other episode where he laughs harder, but this, this is, one is... also
2: my favorite part of the whole podcast, is the end of episode eight. Mar- <laughs> Mar- got We're deciding what to do with this gnome, and we just go fuck wild i mean it is so funny the doors in there we're gonna kill the door because he's a witness and it's a magical talking door and we've got and we've got this gnome and he's like why are you trying to kill me and we're like throwing biscuits at him it is just so fucking funny please yell listen
3: to it
1: uh and and so what's <laughs> funny is shane says hey we'll let you go under one condition you don't come back and be the final boss of this podcast <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we
2: end up we end up deciding. Uh, I was like, he's gonna be the big bad. We let him live. He's gonna be the big bad of the whole fucking thing. But um, we actually do end up taking him with us. Yeah, we we take him with us to. Um, we were gonna turn him into to the Justicar, Car, but it turns out that we were the criminals, and we can just not bring people to the Justicar Car all the time. that's present. <laughs> um, yeah, and we decided to take him to Findle because Findle is the wisest, most sane among us. Um, and he's he's the one who stole the gold miras, uh from Fendal. So we figured that's the best justice.
1: So we take him with us. And but we now we let him go. Remember? Yep. We no, we did not. Go. We did confirmed. We did. It, we did let him go. We take well, him. With...
0: Took him back to the, the city. You. Yeah, confirmed. We, we take because him with us later in We're the episode. We're
1: camping. With...
2: Yep. And we get visited by another vision, and he's there thinking about like his mother and stuff.
1: Who knows? This is so I, long do, long ago. I, know. <laughs> I do. I know
0: because another <laughs> your character's and it's in one of the short stories where the uh, Jessica and uh, Tringer are talking, and he's like, they they keep bringing us people like the gnome, and you know, like admittedly, we were jumping off like
1: cats episode. with mice.
0: This is this is the lost episode nine is where this happened.
1: That's true. They so all odd. had visions
2: of our past, and he had visions of his past. And he's like, my mother. She was so sweet. Like that's in the. That's, oh,
1: that's why. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Totally it's, forgot. It's the lost episode. Call. Yeah. It it's literally lost. Like you'll never hear it because we don't. It's just gone into the ether. Yeah. Uh, so we so episode nine it opens up. It's called we call it Stranger Danger. We wake up at a campfire while traveling back to Oxbane. Um, there is a a woman there. States she's a reclaimer and apparently she, her whole goal is to track down the items. One of the items that we have the loot of wind. Uh, tells us you know a little bit about what it does that it has has the ability to alter legends because the the win is the the god of legends and so basically explaining to us we don't quite understand the power it has we tell her she's wrong uh, i think rowan you even like try to play it in front of her like can you make this person go away <laughs> I don't remember
3: exactly, but I remember being like, "Why are you even making yourself known if you just want to take this later? Like, oh, why we would you just take it me? when we're we were asleep? You were
2: asleep. You could kill us in our sleep. and Taking it.
3: No, it doesn't make any sense, and I still don't trust
1: it. there's a yeah. weird
3: spot. In our
1: lives. We almost got nothing out of that interaction with her, except there are more. Or, there are more. You know, there there are more things out there that they're looking for, and more reclaimers, and the, that was <laughs> so. Uh, one of my favorite yeah, lines Yeah, but we
3: got episode. this gnome to take back to town. You and your artifacts can fuck off,
1: <laughs> Rowan. You said, uh, "What is the line you said about the reclaimer? Like, if if I claim it, but I'm not the re- if she yeah. reclaims it, it, if I reclaim it, yeah. what
2: the reclaimers are trying to claim, am I then
1: a reclaimer? And then, yes. and then the, the reclaimer dies immediately, just yeah. poof in the like smoke. Her head, her head explodes. She's
2: like, your logic <laughs> it's infallible." <laughs>
1: Uh, so <laughs> we leave, we go to Findl's tower. Um, we talk to him about the loot, gives us a little more information, uh, gives Kristoff, I believe, there's a book you wanted. You're yeah, able was to a secure book that Archeen book as War
2: well. That I, was, I was trying to trade to just correspond Spawn in uh, order to get closer to this whole plot with the Ambassador Shear and Lady Trestle.
1: So we we get those items that Findel promised us, but upon leaving the tower, that's when Charinga gre- greets us with a band of other guards and says, hey, you're being accused of a crime. You got to come back to the castle with me. I'm sorry. So Tringa is still a super our buddy at this time. Yeah, absolutely. But <clears> so, like the whole
3: time, there's not a point did, we Tringa is.
2: Did we brush over the fact that you have a cursed sword now named Delaria Foxwood?
1: No, no I, I put it in too early. It's coming up. It's uh, actually when we... No, you
0: looted that from no, the... Oh, from the you robot. Yeah, from the... <clears throat>
1: I think from, I put it in the notes as episode four, but it's episode eight.
0: No, yeah, you looted that from the Tinkerer, and then but you like didn't really attune to it, and it, you attuned to it in the lost episode because you attuned to it like during the short rest, but you mm-hmm. didn't really discover her till later.
1: But she will come up. We'll have her. We'll talk about her very soon. Yeah. Well, uh, the reason why it's why I talk about it is because because was like, turn in your
2: weapons, and you were like, I can't. Yep.
1: And that's a good point. I guess I should. Okay, I guess it's important to talk about because we she really comes into play a little bit later. But um, so I have a cursed sword. Uh, the cursed sword's name is Alaria Foxwood. We found that out in the later episode when I have a little more more talks with her. But she, I can't get rid of this sword. I just I'm a it's a cursed sword, and it it hurts me. Like I just my my willpower to let go of it is I can't. And so he's like, hey man, got to take your weapons, and I'm like, you can't like you can't do that because if someone tries to take it from me, I'm like forced to. Attack and kill him. Well, I'm assuming I mean, it's
0: not. It's not that. It's not that like black and white. It just says you will you not will part not with this sword. Right. Like you don't have to like murder people. You can try and run away. But like you're not gonna let somebody take the sword from you.
1: Though Laria would love that. She. I mean. So yeah. the whole thing is like we we assume, uh, and she doesn't know either that if we kill the person who put her in the, who cursed her to the sword that she would be free of the curse. But We'll find some information out later about the person who put her there, and he's real old, so we don't know we don't know much about him. So more to come on that. Uh, episode ten, we it's got in a town down by the river. So we were put into into jail cells. Um,
0: that was in episode Paul. nine that you guys were yeah. in, episode, in the jails, right? right? Like, yeah, At the end of episode nine.
1: Yep. Yeah, in, this, in episode nine, so Christoph requests to see Justicar. He's got this book. You know, he's got he's like, hey, we need to help you need to help us out and then he doesn't um, come
2: so i rip a page out of the book and i'm like
1: send this to him and it's a very very important book apparently yeah. because that makes it that makes him show up he he's summoned by us um so then then that's kind of the he shows up then right yeah episode 10 justicar shows up in the morning he knows we aren't guilty but he doesn't have any hard evidence and he says i need you boys to go basically f- find some hard evidence he gives us some direction uh, we're gonna go to Riverside that's where Henry and Teresa but Atlas's adoptive parents live and we are and most. I
3: assume where you grew up yes
1: yes yeah, that's we, where I... so we I actually, knew um, I knew the area
3: we actually uh,
2: Turinga and to break us out of this jail cell to go out there they kind of go against their their majesty kind of go against the law which is really cool and uh, in, in order to protect Turinga we do knock him out yep. so that so we could we could say that we escaped and he didn't let us out
1: yeah it's pretty cool. Cause we love him. Love I'm, him sure so you so you're listening. I'm only hurting you because be I my... love
3: you. You're gonna be like, man, huh?
1: At this uh-huh. point, if I'm trying, sure I go, Okay, it was cool at first and then now no, they're just like that, yeah. now it's <laughs> just really weird
3: and they won't yeah. let it go.
1: Yep. Move uh, so on. It's here that Alaria like I have some time in the woods to uh, find find out more about Alaria. Uh, we we do meet up with Henry and Teresa when we get into the town. And we also, we, we go find Henry, and he's at this, uh, the constable station, is that right? And he's there with, with the plantation owner as well, Donald yeah. Dwarf, Dwarf. Donald Dwarf, you did that on purpose, I, I see it now, I see it now. <laughs> um, and, and there's something really weird there, a lot of kids are being taken at, at, at night, at and then we say that what was dumb is like their their solution was to put all the kids into one area to protect it. No,
0: that right? was your solution to the problem. You're like, why don't, why don't you guys all just put them in one spot? Because they weren't doing that. Yeah. They well, had their, good like, job, Devin. Your like, solution
1: was, that was the mean. smart
0: one and you called it dumb. No, it wasn't you that was... The- I, it was everyone like what? the collective you. You guys. We liked, made
1: fun of. Yeah. We made fun of. There was some solution. Like I think it was because they didn't do that. It's like, well, why? They, yeah, why exactly. They just, yeah. they, they, were, they were like setting a
2: guard at each individual house. Like we can't help you. We gotta guard the kids. I'm like why don't you put them all in one room? You have one guard. I and also
0: want to point out. Their thing was like you can take them all at on. one time. I want to point out that this is a pivotal moment that I understood. It doesn't matter how like strong I put in side quests. They're just gonna do their own fucking thing. So at this point, I have not made any conscious effort to build solid side quests. I just wait for them to find a thread and then build it after they pick a thread to follow.
1: There, so there, there are two currently I that suppose. I'm, I'm very interested to explore. Um, one is the secret that Renwa knows, or there's a key that he knows something about that's very important. But I'm, I'm like, skipping ahead. You're skipping
0: ahead. I wanted yeah. to say that you guys fucking. Taught me something about D and Dean for you guys. That's what <laughs> I to say. It could be a whole
1: episode on that new podcast you guys do. That there yeah. are the YouTube videos. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So we'll we'll jump into. Um, so, so we find guys, out about go the back kids. To the town. Yep. Yeah. Someone's taking them. Uh, we end up going to the bar with Henry. Get a few drinks. They yep. have the strongest drink. And... Yeah, because that's
3: how much we care about this. Kids like, oh, that sucks. You guys should probably just do something about that. We're gonna we'll go, go to the, the bar. bar. Yeah, we're gonna hit the bar. Yep. And wow.
1: then we go talk to. Uh, we eventually go talk to Sinla. She gives us a stone. Uh mentions that Jessica Jesscar comes by from time to time with things uh, for her to keep. Rowan. Hmm. Tell us you, about your relationship with Sinlay. Confirm or deny that you love Sin Lo- uh, Fo- uh,
3: No, uh, I was just a life coach for a very <laughs> short amount of time <laughs> and helped herself a team. And I likes to
0: I don't know, I feel like our fans are shipping your relationship.
3: Yeah, all four of them. I'm sure. Like, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> there's a lot of fallacies with that statement.
2: One, we have fans. One, they care about our show. Well, I'm, star- Two, I'm about-
3: staring at
0: three other ones. I can just start writing the erotic fiction right now.
2: Hey, uh Lusty Laith, if you're listening to this, if you could, um, if you could hook us up with some art on that, that'd be great. Thanks.
1: <laughs> uh So so it ends up she gives us um, Shane. What is it she gives us? Uh, it's a memory stone
2: essentially it, uh, it basically if you are in tune with the arcane torrent uh, like Christoph should is you can use it to uh, portray a vision of uh, events past uh, these particular events were Ambassador Shear and uh, Lady Trestle basically uh, having a heated discussion about whether or not to uh, take care of the magister mm-hmm.
3: exactly
1: and so we're like boom we get all the evidence we need Episode 11 starts. It's the Ballad of Stan, Poor Poor Stan. We head back to town from Riverside and we meet Charinga and Stan, this, this other guard we haven't met before, at the edge of the woods. What happens to Stanley? Is somebody want to? Yeah, yeah so... I'll, I'll talk about that. No, let me yeah, talk go about ahead. that. Yeah, yeah. So.
0: These these idiots come up to the edge of the woods, which is very smart play, and they you know signal Tringa, which is smart play, and so Tringa comes up not alone because she can't really do that without being suspected. Hey, I swear hey, to God, he, him. So no, the, no, listen, if listen. Look, if we're gonna if recap that was, this, wait, we're recraft. I did though. Isn't it perfect because that was the same That's set true. of episodes that I could not yeah, fucking manage fucking. to get a handle yeah. on that. So, Charinga, obviously, he wasn't going to go out there alone. Otherwise, it would have been suspect. And he brings just a co-worker, right? Co-worker, nondescript NPC, Stan, now established as a guy who's being left. All these other issues. They strip him of his clothes. Don't worry. They pay for it. They pay him. They strip him of his clothes. And they make this dubious plan to sneak Rowan of <laughs> all people in. He's the most human-looking one. <laughs> no, I get yeah. it. I get it. He was the only one who fit the bill.
3: But, like, bad plan all around. Yeah, for you're what right. Hav you're right. To you put Hav that just... much responsibility on someone who doesn't care to begin with.
0: He's, like, easily the most aloof character, and it's like, all right, if we're going to give you the Memory Stone. Go.
2: It's all on you, man. And so Did you they fail, we fail, we all fail.
0: They sneak into town, and um, they make their way straight to the Justicar, and. Then, Rowan, why don't you explain what happens between you
3: and the Justicar? Uh, the Justicar is mm. a big old dickhole, and I call him out on it. <laughs> and that's the end of our interaction. That's, that that's, right? about, that's about his version of the, of the fact. Okay, so fan. if we're really there, I bring him the thing, and he doesn't have magic, so he can't see it. And then I notice the chink in our armor that everything hinges on him being able to see this so i have to then sneak out again to get them to sneak back in so <laughs> that Kristoff can use his innate magic to activate the crystal Brothers to see
0: i also want to say that um we talk about you know where you want to listen to episodes and we always keep going back to 12 but 11 has a really good joke that i think people miss out on where um shane playing Kristoff says uh Oh, what do you mean it's so super simple you take the stone and you focus all yeah. your magical energies that you have in your body yeah. oh i i see what's wrong yeah uh, got
3: it yeah, yeah. <laughs> all you gotta
2: do is just
0: tap into the innate magical torrent that exists
2: within oh wait a second <laughs> yeah exactly
1: mother told me everyone had access to the magical torrent
2: No, first so, of all my mother told me i was special as fuck so don't even get that
1: twisted
0: and at that point they uh decide they're gonna sneak back in town on a in a cart of all things
1: Oh man, one of my favorite scenes. Uh, and, and just in my head playing. So, we need to get back into town, but we can't just walk in there because we have all these wanted posters. Not to mention, I'm a giant orc. Kristoff is a tiefling, which isn't, I guess, too common, Dwayne. Uh, in your world, is it too common here in this particular city?
0: No, yeah, let's talk about that. Just, uh, not that you guys have really learned that lore wise, but, um, the Kingdom of Silence is the, where the majority of Tieflings are, like in big uh, droves. Now, like obviously, you're gonna see adventuring ones, like uh, like Kristoff, and you're gonna see them in other places. But as far as like concentrated um, packs or like civilizations of them, you, there, it's not that common in the world.
1: Mm. So the, all that to say, we look real out of place if we just stroll into town especially we have these these posters now that we will find out very sooner or up everywhere and so in order to sneak back into town we stow away in a vegetable cart that just happens to be coming down this this uh road near the wood line where we're at
0: you're welcome
1: yeah yeah go ahead um and tell us a little bit about what happens there
2: I mean, I climb into a potato sack, obviously, because the potato sack is cleaner than the filthy cart. Um, we hide in, in the cart. Uh, we get, almost get caught by the guards because Atlas can't stop munching fucking potatoes for three seconds. Failed a roll. Uh, yeah. No, uh, so, <laughs> yeah, but that's not what happened in the narrative. You failed a roll. But really what happened was Atlas was just like...
0: <clears throat> These potatoes are great. These are,
2: potatoes are delicious. Um... <laughs> Luckily, our, our cart driver has some uh, some pretty pretty boss acumen uh, and is able to um, get us under the radar into town, into the plantations where we disembark from his cart, and uh, now have to decide what the heck we're gonna do uh, to clear our names.
1: So I, I the boys also one of my favorite moments are planning how we're gonna just expose Lady Trestle and Ambassador Shear. and the answer is obvious. Play, play. play. Okay. step Stay. one.
2: What we have to do is we have to get together and play. We're going to get some street edges, we're getting some other mum plays and juggle and tell people, Oh, we're doing Did this great, great show, The Great Betrayal in Town Square tomorrow eve and we're going to go do it. it. And, I, and I'll play the memory stone, and it okay, we're
3: good. Uh, we're going we're uh, gonna...
2: to <laughs> We're going to play the memory stone and uh, basically put amb- uh, Ambassador Shear, Lady Trestle on blast and-, and clear our names in one fell swoop. And Roland's going to be my leading lady because he is so pretty. Uh, and he has costumes. And uh, at this point, I forget Atlas's name uh, as a player, as a Scott Shaman. I forget uh, what Atlas's name is, naming, even though it's his son's name. So I'm kind of a jerk. Um...
1: Just realize that now I'm going to hang up now. <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> I kept thinking like it starts with a G because it's ghost, but really it's atlas. It was the whole thing,
1: um, but I couldn't remember it. So he gets
2: his character gets offended and leaves. Um, so that kind of leaves me and Rowan by ourselves. <laughs> They're like,
1: forget him. Let's keep talking about this play. <laughs> I mean, we had to figure something out. Uh, All right, so, so I, I I make my way back to the I Golden can't... Hammer. Uh, let's see. So we're yeah, walking the... fast. I was well there you was a debate that? about whether I knew the, the, the locations of all the patrols in Oxbane <laughs> uh, Honestly, that was funny
3: as,
2: as the leader of the guards you, you would have the schedule for the day
1: leader of the guards vroom, vroom. Uh, but I, I go back to the golden hammer and I do get I managed to sneak in Yarg who is now the current owner of the golden hammer allows me to stay there and work with him for him uh, it's kind of like I should turn you in but I convince him, that I, or at least talk to him about how I'm not guilty, and neither of the guys. They show up. I kick Kristoff square in the face because they were singing some dumb song in the way there. I don't remember what it, it was. It's no. not a dumb song. It's, <laughs> it's not, dumb it's because a I don't know song. it. I was so, left oh, out. So
2: let, let's talk. Yeah, we, we, there's so many inside jokes that me and, me and Alex had throughout here. That's from Gallivant. Um it's a song about the two guys that are gonna kill somebody. It's yep. off on a secret mission.
0: Yeah, that's which super good callback. And if you haven't watched Gallivant, you it got canceled. Which just is do sad. it. But there's two season and it's so it's two good. Two great seasons. I just really, rewatched I that one. Very yeah. good. Off on a secret mission. I love everything about that. I love the combination of those two actors. Anyways, so they do that. They even do. We even have a, a shaving haircut reference as well. Yeah, it's I'm gonna so knock, good. shave,
2: and a haircut, and that's Thieves' can as everybody knows. And uh, I knock that, so it's sh- knock, 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 knock. They open the door, two bits, bit! and I'm immediately kicked in the face. Yep, exactly. <laughs> two bits.
1: Uh, everyone gets inside. We uh, decide that we're gonna, we need to go talk I, to Eckenbar at the Golden Buckle. Very asleep. just a moment, we wake you up. You're I good. wake him up, and he says,
2: "I am Kristoffson."
1: Every time. Or, or following the question, who why are does you? It
2: smell like tiefling
0: blood. No, that's not this part. But I, it's one of my favorite it is. parts. It is.
2: Yes, it oh is. yeah, it is.
0: That's right. Because I'm bleeding profusely because I was <laughs> asleep and <laughs> yeah, they got yeah, hit in yeah, the face right. and I go, why
2: does it smell like tiefling blood? And they both say,
0: No, 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 that's not. No, that's not the same. It is. It's not because Findle says no reason. I no, it doesn't. It's, it's Yarg. I bet you're Yarg. Yeah. Nope. It is, true. Nope. Because it's I true. used I used Findle's voice. I remember it. And it's even in Every
1: our one-minute interest. I will bet. Yo, I'm not a man, true. but I will bet this you $100 right now.
2: I mean, yeah, I, what's what, what's what's the wager, Dwayne? How about how about no? How about a thousand experience points? I'll yeah, yeah, take yeah. Them away
1: from me. I don't know what we would give you. Yeah, uh, you know, I'll, let,
2: I'll let you. I'll let you take a thousand experience points away from me if I'm
1: wrong. All three of us.
0: Okay. No. 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 Not all three of you. Not all three of you made that bet. Unless all three of you want to make the bet. Live recorded on this Live. podcast. Yes, Live recorded. If I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, no. Here's my thing. Here's where my memory's coming from. So we're very clear. I used the Findle voice. Maybe you did, but it was
2: Yarg.
1: So said
0: that's it. why I Findle in my head.
2: So it was what, Yarg who said it. One thousand book experience points. Do you take the bet from all three of us?
0: Not if we're going to use it on that. Like I'm thinking it's Findle. <sighs> Fuck man. So um, is the
1: premise being Findle or premise being Yarg? The premise is that
0: I'm thinking I was Findle because I used the Findle voice. I know that you were Yarg regardless of what voice Absolutely. you use. Sometimes mm-hmm. I can't tell the
2: difference. But you were you were definitely Yarg. I will bet you a thousand experience
0: points. I'm not making that bet then. Dang, Dang it.
2: All yeah. right. So anyways.
1: You were Yarg. We make, we so, say I, made, I made a
0: joke
2: about tiefling blood being the secret Louis to We both
1: said. King. Yeah. It was at the same time. Unplanned. No reason. <laughs> um, no reason. Yeah. So we, we make it back there. We decide we need to go talk to Eckenbar who we don't know at the time, Christoph already knows. Uh, we say, hey, when you to talk to your boss, we do at that point run across a young boy who uh, lives uh, at the, uh, the yeah. Lead Church. This is it Lead Church?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He, he That's Dylan Martin, who's our biggest fan, just biggest just fan the ever.
3: Biggest fan.
2: He's so yeah. He's, he sent like one nice message to us, and we're like,
3: let's make him a fanboy in our podcast. Wee, wee, exactly wee,
1: wee. I've never, I haven't heard from him in a while. He, he is getting a new job. Uh hope yeah, you got that, Dylan Martin. Good thing. luck.
2: Dylan
1: Martin, good luck. Um, uh, make it to the golden buckle. We're not apprehended by any guards. It seems kinda weird. We run into one who actually like has is, is bouncing like a coin purse in his hand. We think, Oh, we're gonna get it, and he just walks away. Roll into episode thirteen, fire and ice, better think twice. Uh, we show this memory to Eckenbar. Uh, he, he wants to make us he says like if I help you with this thing, you're gonna need a special favor. And we're just like, no, nah, bro. No, not not for that. We end up going back to the castle to... Uh, to We're like, screw it. We're just going to take it straight to Jessica. We're going to walk into we the castle. We drop
2: all pretense. We drop mm-hmm. all plans and schemes. No plays. We No shady bar of favors. We go, fuck it. I got a memory stone. Let's go talk
3: to him.
1: And we do that. So we end up fighting four guards. But again, nice boys, 2.0. Mm-hmm. We end up being able to not kill any of them. 3.0
3: because we, we saved two people. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but that's we, not, we like, just... of your own accord, right? Like, you guys didn't, like, not kill them. Now, you, you never, like, had the option. It was, like, stopped before you were... I mean, you just straight up, like, assaulted a bunch of guards, though. So don't say that that's nice point. Like, nice boy would have been, like, going peacefully with the law.
1: Somebody like, was no, heat meddled, my dude. We stopped. We, we dropped. <laughs>
0: So I let him
2: tell me no three times. He chose to do that, so we had to break to a scuffle. And once we broke to the scuffle, instead of just murdering them, I played the memory stone to convince them to lay down arms instead.
0: I still want to point out that that doesn't make you nice boys. Like, if I, if an an officer of the law in your real life says, hey man, I need you to comply, and you're like, look, you tell me that two more times, I'm going to beat that ass. That's not that's like... That's a good point. That's not that's like... If, if I'm an innocent man... <laughs> no,
1: yeah, you well, don't get well, okay. to beat
0: the cops
2: up because you're innocent. I, I am... A... I am, a, First of all, I'm a libertarian, so I know for a
3: fact that I have personal inalienable rights. And it's Does that mean you don't eat meat? Look, just yes. because your Zodiac sign says this. Anyways, anyways, get off, off traffic.
0: So we, the Justicar comes out and kind of breaks everything up, sends everybody to their corners, and pulls them back into the, the his, his office. And that's when we kind of like roll into this new thing we're hearing about with the Magister's plan to have uh, Lady Trestle and the Ambassador here.
1: disappear yep. uh-huh. and, and he's going to do it in a way that doesn't tie it back to him uh, we roll into episode 14 from there bath and some biscuits so he tells us to lay low uh, Master tells us lay low for three days uh, he's going to take care of some stuff in, in air quotes take care of it and so I decide I'm going to go back to Golden Hammer I'm going to have some conversations with Laurie Foxwood I'm so intrigued about that but the boys what do you boys do
3: Hey, Rowan. You, you want to go? You want to go get drunk and play chess for three days? You know what? Yeah, let's do it.
1: Yeah, I love that you guys. Are doing it perfectly. Like it's, it's so good. We're <laughs> nerds. No one's listening to this. Um, no, fine. On the fourth day, the commotion picks up in town. We realize that our posters are being taken down. The wanted posters. Now, everyone thinks it's a little fishy because the people that we are accused of killing, or whatever the case may be now they're missing and no one's saying anything about that it's like a
2: very surreal moment where they like take down our wanted posters as these known criminals and immediately put up missing posters for lady Trestle, <laughs> yeah. the one who accused us it's like wait a
3: second yeah.
2: yeah i ain't no fucking sherlock but um
1: uh, uh but the boys need good. to stop by the red roof inn because they smell real not good real bad and so yeah. they they get a bath and some biscuits some hard biscuits um and then we head on. We head on over to, to the castle because the master wants to talk to us. Uh, he says, hey, I need some help. Um, you need to go talk to uh, the council. Actually, he just says go to Yuri and talk to their officers so you can help with the, with the officers there. Um, we say we need a few hours to mull it over. We don't want to just jump into anything we're not sure about. On the way out of that room, we say, hey, Tringa. Uh, well, Christoph says, hey, how do you feel about the master?" And he says, I, I don't trust him. I don't trust him at all. Uh, we go into the woods. That um, and that's kind of where we, we in that episode is talking about whether or not we're going to do this mission. Kick into episode 15.
2: Yeah, so had, the... that that was a a really good moment I thought for us. Like a very it was like a powerful debut moment where we like mm-hmm. laid it all on the table. Like I I come out with my political intrigue. You talk about Ilaria, Rowan talks about um, how he supports Nothing. us both and loves loves us unconditionally. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we really strengthen ourselves in our resolve before we leave uh leave not home but we leave oxbane which is our kind of meeting point for the first time
3: it's weird because like we've kind of known each other for like two weeks but we've been through a lot already yeah
1: so it's just kind of is
3: is this a thing that we're doing now
1: yeah it is yep and it is it's official we're going on adventure and alice couldn't be more happy about it (laughs) uh so we open up episode 15 we're in the woods again that's where we have what 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 what, uh just talked about so i won't tie into that again uh, we do find out a little more about the one who put Alaria into the sword. Uh, and so that that's kind of for us, as Dwayne is feeding us these things, I'm taking notes about, okay, where could this possibly lead? Uh, so now, as we're on our trip, there's another vision. I don't know if, Rowan, you remember what that vision was.
3: You were fighting a
1: thing. Yeah, so the same thing. But That you're struck winning me down time. in the first one. I was winning, and I also chopped down. Christoph, Christoph, yep. Which yeah, is you, kill, one, like, you murder me.
0: My favorite jokes of the podcast. This is probably the most favorite right now. Is where um, like so they all know Alaria at this point, and you see the vision, and he dies essentially with Alaria in one of Atlas's hands, and so you know Christoph goes, "Hey, I want to talk to Alaria and. It says, "Hey, we cool." And Alaria's like, "Yeah, no, I don't see why we'd have a problem." And he goes, "Play it again, play it again."
2: <laughs> so you would not kill me, right? You're not—that's not a thing we're doing. Confirmed. Okay, great. Play it again.
1: Play it again.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh
1: So that one. So then the vision is: uh, I kill this figure. I'm in like this—this this, this bloodlust rage, killing anything that gets around me. Um, we come back from the vision. And we're just continuing to travel along. I think that's that's the, also the one. Uh, Findle Findle at some point
0: stops you guys and it's like, yes. hey when you're in Yori, um, you check out the 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 city, ask around about the loot, get some more information. He kind of gives you that, and that's like that's before you guys camp. Um, and th- that's pretty good, too, because Kristoff is like, "It's like, hey, it's you again. Oh, great. Terrible. I'll uh, yeah. leave. <laughs>
3: um, this is not the worst traveling companion of all time. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, episode 16 was a one-off. It was really fun. We had a pretty cool adventure with uh, Bianca Zelda, who plays Mapri from the Broadswords, And we called this episode Grave Circumstances. Uh, that one was does not really tie into the story so much. Uh, I like I really like the way that Dwayne is doing our one-offs with characters, uh, especially when we get to episode 20. Uh, so Dwayne, freaking fantastic job, man. Really enjoying those when we go back into those visions. I'm always hungry to see what, what lore you're going to throw at us. Um, but episode 16 had us just kind of uh, feel our way around this. There's this ring that caused us to go back into, we, we're not sure exactly, just some point in time or... Um, I don't know. Do I not uh, speak to that? Yeah. Let's talk that? about that. Cause... Yeah.
0: So, um, just as a disclaimer, any of the one shots are never going to be um, like true canon. They may like add lore bits or change small things, like a memory, or at the most, but it'll never be like, oh, cool. So you travel back in time and experience this moment. Now everything's different. You may have like a different memory of that. Like, it's just a little bit different, but it's never going to mm. be so awe inspiring. In this particular one, you're actually taken to. Um, you know, when's graveyard essentially where like stories go to die. And then you have the, the grave who like my, like pays attention to all those stories that were legends. Essentially, if, if you, um, and I'll, I'll kind of where my inspiration came from really quickly. There's like a lot of lore and uh, theories around mm-hmm. where like, uh, a legend will go and then it'll shrivel out and die right and so it was not the the, the fate that ended up being and that's kind of what this graveyard is mm. like all the legends yeah, that... and heroes that were never to be ended up here right that's exactly yeah. where True. my I'm so glad
2: that that's where you're at because like the way that it rang to me was like those who are destined for great things and to become legends who never you know fate doesn't yeah, play yeah. into that hand they wind up in Wynn's graveyard yep. um, which I'm that was not confirmed until this moment so i'm very glad that that's where your head was at because that's exactly what i that's the vibe i got which and if you
0: look too because like if you not to tell super deep into it but every like everybody's fate can go a thousand different ways right and Mm -hmm. if you look at the um the graveyard stones that you did read that we did read on the air you know um rowan's goes away that he never would have let rowan go and then atlas is is vague and like that's meant to show that like and we never really talked about this. That like, the world like, you like fucked the world up in that timeline, and that's why your your gravestone was the way it was at that point.
1: Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is really cool to me. I, I, these guys are some of the most impressive guys that I know. Speaking of, like Dwayne and Shane, when they write the stuff that they do, uh, so again, just kudos and thank you for doing that for us.
2: What are you doing, Shane? Making a victory gesture. So oh, okay. <laughs> we move on to uh,
0: the Episode 17 Where they yes. make their way to Yuri
1: So we actually get into a, Let me back up So we, we're making our way Making our way to Yuri Walking fast, faces past And we're Yuri, Yuri bound. bound
2: Taking the crown <laughs>
1: no? So no? we, no? we Later, travel maybe? through A small farm community That's about 2 or 3 hours from the gates Oh um, you mean but, village number 3? Mm-hmm. Yes <laughs> so what's weird is there are several patrols that seem out of place uh, at this point in time and they say they're basically there just to uh subdue the um the bands of orc raiders that have been coming through more frequently. Uh, I am guessing that may have been like a side quest we also ignored because we just like cool.
0: Just assume that anytime I give you guys like lore bits and it feels like a side quest, there's like shit to explore there. And I also want to say to all the listeners when they ignore those side quests, the world changes every time. So, know that.
1: Like, cool, cool, cool. it's not I love like that. you
0: can go back and go like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go do that side quest. Shit has changed when you return.
1: Renoir's dead, so we can't go find that key. Um, uh, the orcs <laughs> have taken over the world. All those there's gonna be no kids in Riverside. They were looking for me, but they're just too late. Time travel does exist. Mm. Uh Chicka, chicka, chicka. That, that's running junk from us Like Time travel does never ever exist As much as we would love for it to Does not exist in this world uh, So episode. Uh, that's basically us Getting to the town of Yuri um,
0: Which has a good we, little bit about uh, Sorry, it uh, has a good little bit about Rowan, yeah. or not Rowan, Kristoff Like every time he, get, like, he gets into the city And it's like, oh, it's civilization, civilization. And then every At ring last. Of the city gets nicer And more civilized, and it just is more exaggeratory every time he gets into the nicer <laughs> rings. Yeah.
1: Uh, one cool scene in this is we run into uh, a woman who's from what we'll find out is the School of Architects. Uh, her name is Jessie. And so she, like, shows us something. Uh, Christoph, what does she show us?
2: She shows us a uh, a lamp that she creates from the fucking ether. hmm and, and that's just like a magically.
1: small, yeah, a small thing that they do and at the School I, and of I'm Architects. Like,
2: I'm a magic boy, so like, I'm like, hey, wait a second, do it again. How the fuck did you do that? That ain't right. That ain't like no magic I've ever seen before. I'm intrigued.
1: Uh, so we finally make it to the so the middle ring is made up more of uh, the military. There are the guilds there as well, and then the most center ring is where the the council is. We meet a man named Winston. He is very dubious of us uh, and the reason why we're there. Uh, but like, finally
0: warranted, right? Like yeah cuz we don't have
1: we don't have much to go off of we have like this this writ, i guess from the uh, master Trestle. but which when we which talk- fine until so we're like, talking everybody about everybody got agro
0: about the bracelets Did
2: you
1: Stand say
0: everybody <laughs> <Frist off laughs> hey i was just aggro. trying to like i was trying to, it to everybody clashed out here.
2: with my outfit
1: again civilization he's very he, he's a fancy boy i so we finally managed to get them to let us meet the ambassador um, only after agreeing that we'd wear the bracelets and that you know we, we're not going to do any bad stuff and they were, just, they were very adamant about that, Kristoff was very adamant as well uh, but eventually when Ambassador Sheer shows up she is not the same woman that appeared in the vision that Kristoff showed to Magister Trestle and just Scar and so that was kind of a revelation kick into episode 18 seriously Linda so Ambassador Shear, uh, she this this woman this this real Ambassador Shear, and she doesn't like to be called Ambassador. She likes to be called uh, a consul that's that's or not at all. Like right,
0: that's just not their titles. Yeah,
1: yeah. when the reason we found that out is because uh, it's actually her cousin, right cousin? Yep. Linda, I mean, I who has did. been posing as her, and so she took the title Ambassador. So that's why we know her as Ambassador, instead of her true title, consul or consul. Consul. Um, so we we talk to her, that she's the true consul of Oxbane. We get we finally get Kristoff to put the the bracelet on and we meet the other councils. Council w- Wels- Wilson? Wells Uh
0: well, no, I'm, that's not correct. I think I'm typoed well, that. You typoed that. It's Welton. Yeah.
1: Welton. Put the T in the back it's end. Welton, Welton. Uh, Council Ironback. He was actually uh, I think Ironback is familiar with Henry because Henry mm-hmm. had made him uh, a blade at one point in time. So that's kind of an interesting tidbit that's there. And then Council Silverstone, who's extremely young, has, has risen rapidly to the status he's at. Yeah,
3: Alicia Silverstone. Which, to be fair, even Henry was like, I don't make real weapons. And then this dude's like, yeah, Henry made this real weapon. I mean, so and let's so, talk about that. Like, uh-huh.
0: like I, I actually want to address that because I think you guys twisted that a little bit like, Henry's whole point was he doesn't make weapons for war, right? Like, real battle weapons. They're de- decorative. He never at, at any point said, like, I make dulled weapons. They can never be, like, made as what we- They're weapons, right? Like, there's... He's, like... That's a whole other fucking thing. But I love when you guys do that to the story because I'm ne- I never fucking see it coming. Ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, the game is always evolving. It is. Uh, but can't... So we, we kind of have the, the mystery solved with the Ambassador-Council Shear uh, issue. We, we, we're not really certain how that's worked out back in Oxbane just yet. Dwayne has brought us uh, to Yuri, and we're kind of hanging out here for a little while. As of right now, um, Council Shear lets us stay in the city. She'll give us free board for a week. At that point, we find that we go to the Crimson Roof Inn. Uh, known Colloquially, as...
3: The Red Roof Inn.
1: No, there's no. another...
2: Oh, no, it was the Red Lobster. This one's the, Crim- the Crimson Salamander.
1: Crimson Salamander. Yep. <laughs> yes. yep. Just like the, other the other one the, one the, the red, one's lobster. Yeah.
0: red Lobster. No, that's yeah. right.
1: That's right. <laughs> right. So we learn of the guilds that are in the city, and Kristoff immediately heads to the Architects Guild. In 18. Trick. We're so close. We have two episodes to go. Hang in there, guys. We're almost done. Okay. Episode 19 is pick a guild, any guild. So we know Kristoff has, has gone to talk to the, the Architects Guild. She's Wendy. Is the leader? Uh, you want to talk about that, Shane?
0: Wendy's uh, like, yeah. Hold so on, hold on, sorry. Please, Wendy's not the leader. Wendy's who you talk to. Like, she never yeah. confirms herself to be the leader.
2: That's super fair and accurate. Um, I so you. I, I roll up to the uh, architect guild and basically I start to to see these numbers, these arcane scribblings, uh, kind of that are that are permeating reality. Uh, I see them at the door as as a uh, as a ward. I'm able to quickly deduce that if I scratch out one of those symbols, I'll be able to get in. They did not appreciate it because I broke it, and I'm bad. <laughs> but I was like, no, this is the test. Scribble, scribble, scribble. I'm here. Why did you break our fucking door? I'm sorry. <laughs> but they're pretty chill with it, and they let me uh, go ahead and try to test as well. And I basically I go through this test, this kind of Leap of Faith style create the earth on which you walk um test which was really really cool and it, I threw it back to a thing earlier and I really really enjoyed that moment and it's kind of like a changing moment for Kristoff it's kind of like a, where, where his character becomes a little bit more dynamic um it's it was like an innocuous comment that she made she gives me basically this card that is a symbol of my status from the guild and she's like oh yeah by the way be careful um when you use this card uh you know people are, are dumb and they lose them and like you can't get a replace. so like don't lose this card you know, like some idiots spill beer on it. She said, and like that, like hit Kristoff. Cause he's a bit of a drunkard. Like that's actually one of his character flaws is that he has to have a drink every time they are offered. Um, and so this huge life changing event just because Kristoff's always been just pretty much good at anything he tried to do and didn't try to do anything he was bad at. And so to struggle and to try to do this thing, just really, it, it changed who he is. So they, he, he goes through this, he gets accepted in the guild and he meets guys back at the bar and uh, when when is offered a drink, he refuses for the first time in his adult
1: life. It's hmm. a good, good stuff there. Thank you. So upon his return, uh, Rowan and Atlas had spent some time talking about Rowan's life and back and forth. Getting to know each other a little bit better. Uh, Rowan decides he's going to go try out the Architect Guild.
3: Yeah, it didn't go so good. It didn't go so, it didn't go so good at all. Mm-mm. I don't oh. remember what the test was. I just remember that I failed. I mean, it was, yeah, it was no. the same
0: test. It was the exact same test. You just uh, failed, miserably. Yep.
3: I am not an architect, and it was stupid, and it was meant for stupid people. <laughs> and
0: even even Atlas like goes to do that, and he watches. Uh, which is, I loved this like little scene in my head. It's um, it's Kristoff who like goes through the barrier because he he gets it. He's accepted, no problem. And uh, Rowan like runs into it just right into the barrier, and Atlas goes, oh yeah, this isn't for me, and walks away. Like, yeah. <laughs> this was oh. immediately. Yep. And
1: not for me at all. <laughs> Bye then. He, uh, Atlas knows himself pretty well. Uh, so yeah, so what happens is, we have that scene where he is just not doing so hot, Rowan, but Atlas heads to the Guild of the Red Sun, and he's pretty sure this one's for him, and his test is uh, put into this room, brought into this room, and there is a little girl crying in this room, and his natural reaction is, is to ask, hey, are you okay? Well, suddenly, like, this girl is like a demon girl, and she he doesn't attack immediately. He wants her to stop, but she attacks. Causes some pretty good damage. He then uh, is forced, he feels, in, in a sense, to attack this girl. Um, but he finds out that it was like a demon girl. Like, the girl was going to either kill him or she was going to be killed. And maybe that's just how Atlas rationalizes it being okay at that time. Uh, he still doesn't feel great about it, even though it was a demon. It was the appearance of a young girl, and so that does that sits pretty heavy with him.
0: So let me ask this question. I want to ask this question while we're here on talking about this particular moment. You you actually um, killed the girl because of a mechanic, a game mechanic. But I want to know whether you think Atlas felt the sword compel him to do it or not. Because like technically that mechanic is the cursed sword who forced you to strike back.
1: Do you think he felt I, that or do you
0: think that was like natural combat rage is how he's rationalizing it?
1: I think it's a coupling of those things. It's a sense of like I was attacked, I, you know the natural response is to lash out and part of him knows it's a test, but part of him also knows like he, he doesn't want to attack, but I feel like because of that, that mechanic and that cursed sword well, that'll play pretty crazy yeah, in the, the next episodes the time, yeah, too, yeah yeah
0: <laughs> i i re-listen to that and it's not often that i like am proud of my own jokes and so i'm gonna suit my own horn but there's a portion of that where i um where i think you're gonna die right or hilarious like i guess i'm gonna be owned by this kid now like that was <laughs> one of my favorite like oh look duane you are funny
1: uh so that i so i you know quote unquote pass uh that particular test I get a cape from the guild, which is awesome. It's just it's got their symbol on it. And then Rowan decides to go to the Arcanist Guild. Mm-hmm. What do you uh, do there, my dude?
3: Well, the only reason I go is because like they're interested in artifacts, and I just say I'm gonna have one. So I go there, and there's somebody I don't remember their name. They're probably not important. Mm-hmm. And um, I just whip out the loot.
0: It's Sarah, and, by the way. That's her name. Sarah.
3: And I see Sarah. And just whip out the loot and make a big deal about it. And they're like, oh my god. Yeah, they're super talk-
0: excited because he's got an uh, an, uh, an artifact. And that's like not the, a common thing.
3: Yeah, and then I just lie about killing a reclaimer and then I don't even have to take a yeah. test. I'm just in. Which is
0: like, certainly not going to hey. bite you in the ass later in life at all. <laughs> it can't. <laughs> that's true. Just continue lying. Just lie. Piles of lie. Build your castle on lies.
3: I'll just keep lying and leave town. Perfect. I like it. I'll start a new life. Yeah, just day. like
2: your father. Oh, You're no, no. good.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, so he, we all, we all meet back, um, and this is, I believe, the scene. Oh no, you, you come to us first and refuse to drink. So this is, we all end up back at the, uh, the Crimson Roof Inn. We're hanging out, and then suddenly we see, a dwarf, and he's wielding, one of the mystical items. Give me that name again, Kristoff. Hammer, Hammer
2: of Darriden.
1: Hammer of Darriden. It, it it's, it's, I have it. Notes: It's a hammer with a head shaped like a, a ram's head, um, and he's carrying this. And he walks out of the bar, and we we know we've seen that we've seen that, and so we gasp and pursue. End of episode. And in the last episode, episode twenty, this is the end of this recap after we explain this one. Yep. Um, was also a really cool episode. We did this with uh, Chris from More Gooder Than. Um, audio is is a little touch and go, but. I I loved it as far as a flashback goes. Um,
0: I mean, so, hold on. The audio is really fucking bad, and I apologize, it's really bad. and it's 100% my fault. Uh, he very much on the front end was like, no, I can solve this problem. I was a bullheaded IT guy. Um, it is what it is, but it's still worth the listen because he, he does the best John Goodman impression ever. Oh, my God. Like, I'm still... I was so it. No, no, I get that. It was John the Goodman, but he's yeah, literally yeah, yeah. doing... But, like... yeah editing that i laughed my fucking ass off and his laugh is infectious it's
1: it's the best and and you'll
0: learn more about silence we learned
2: uh dude
1: shane go ahead and take that one away then i mean that was mostly because this mostly delves into a lot of background for shane's character or not character but his his where he comes from
2: so as, as we know, Kristoff Shindo has two innate magical abilities that were just gifted him by the gods. Uh, one is that if you whisper his name anywhere in the world, he will hear that you have heard the whisper his name, and he will come to you to save you. How does that worked out? If you done him a favor, not no, great. It takes a little uh, while. He'll hear it. It, t- it, t- it takes it takes approximately four months. I can't no. Addiction. I can't
0: wait for this because I'm gonna like somehow make this happen. He was like, Tringa said my name, and then you know Tringa will just be like hanging out. Like what? Well, no, I yeah. didn't see your name. Um,
2: so uh, the other innate magical ability you guys get to grave. him by the gods. please.
1: Uh, <laughs> so we're a, going to the underworld, boys. A,
2: yeah, we're, we're gonna save his soul. The yeah, um, side quest we ever do. Yeah. Oh, what's that? We'll make a side quest anyway. So the other one is that he can smell time travel. Um, so when we are displaced, uh, he like gives a good sniff around. It's like, yep, this is time travel. Where are we at? Silence, circa my childhood cool i don't know why a bugbear runs a castle in silence but i'm sure there's a reason um and he's got tiefling guards and they're under assault by the kobolds and of course uh just car spawn is there uh that's where he earned his uh his nickname madman swan i did that very back to the future so i was like
0: oh look
3: at him he's a madman!"
0: right uh, <laughs> which I, I loved every part of that and I, so like i want to talk about that because um silence's lore has been one of the um like, Shane did a really good job of building up a backstory for this fictional uh, kingdom. And not with a whole lot of work, either. He just had a really good story. And I, he kind of, like, has been dropping hints about his life. And, and you did. you When you named Madman Swan, like, that was very much yours. And I, I let that be. Even though, like, Swan like, resists that. I was like, oh, this is a perfect time to, like, go and justify it. And I was so glad that you, like, you ate into that and did exactly what I was looking for um and and the uh john the goodman the bugbear is not like leading that castle he like lived in the area and was helping the tieflings fight versus like his world being overrun by kobolds um but yeah it was so cool to watch you like um like really dig into that
2: yeah i i give a pretty inspiring speech in that episode where i delve into the history of silence and like um how the Tieflings were not native to that land. And when they arrived, there were naysayers on all sides, and they, they quieted them until all
1: that remained was
0: silence. Yeah, it was really good. I enjoyed every bit of it.
1: And I'll wipe a tear away <laughs> and, and get back in. So, yeah, pretty much we, we have the battle with the Kabolds. Uh, we see just like this really cool scene of Madman Spawn just wrecking these. And it's weird because we were fighting these orcs, these ashen gray orcs. Um, no, White Orcs. Yeah, like, Just
0: White
2: Orcs. It was Atlas's yeah, dad. No,
3: it was. Not, they, we, it was
0: not one hundred
1: percent. Keep
0: saying it. That like, audience. That is one hundred percent not what happened. That's not confirmed canon. Deal with it. All right. We fought a white orc Mm -hmm. who
1: had my who had Willow, which is my axe, my great axe that I have. He he had the same axe.
2: Not not saying it was Atlas's father. Atlas's father may have killed that man and took his axe. Somehow, Atlas has that axe.
0: I just want to be super Uh, fucking clear. Let's 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 clear this up.
2: Hey, Dwayne, how'd you? I'm sorry, uh, Devin, how'd you get that axe? Where does that axe come from?
1: Where did Uh, you find it? Actually, Henry would have had forged it. I, I think he would have helped me forge it at some point before I went to Battleborn. Well, I'm confused. So, yeah, that's, I know I, what
0: happens to the axe. It's a side quest for you guys, and fuck, enjoy
1: it. It's fucking
3: time travel.
1: No, it's not. That's it's the vision I kept seeing. It's one hundred percent not time audience, travel. audience, you're finding out about things just you know just as much as we do about what's up next. It's so cool that, because now I'm like I'm thinking like there's at least four side quests we could go on.
0: There's also uh, a reason, Devin, that when you tried to fucking use the ability, it kind of sort of worked.
1: I will note, I'll super note it. So next time you're like, hey, what do you guys want to do in your downtime? I'm just going to go swing Willow in the woods. <laughs> That's it.
0: <laughs> All right. So we're glad that you listened to the recap of the last 20 episodes. We really wanted to do a recap just because um, the audio quality um, is so fitting that we had like episode 20 had bad audio quality issues because we've um, advanced super far from where we started. And we kind of wanted to give a recap because um, it, it's kind of all over the place as far as quality. and um, But this is our new launching point. So if you have people that listen or you want to get people who listen in, um, you know, episode 21, which is what this will be, is a really good, like, hey, if you want to get caught up on the story, here's an hour and a half or an hour and a half at this point to do that. Um, and I think, I think, I don't know if it's been confirmed, but we may be doing these in, like, chunks and sections just so people have, like, little jumping-off points. Yeah, every 20 episodes.
2: Yeah, maybe not hard and maybe. fast, but yeah, yeah something yeah. like
0: that. Something like that.
2: Yeah. Um, I just like It just hit me right in the face. That this is going to be a lot of people's first exposure to the Lawful Stupid Boys. So if this is the first time you've listened to us and you just went through this recap, welcome aboard. Sure, Thank you for yeah, joining awesome. us. Awesome
1: appreciate it and I, you won't hear me talk as much because Dwayne is the DM he just let me have this one I'm
0: so and glad you it. did because we're gonna obviously record another episode and after you know when you do like three hours of exposition you get fucking exhausted uh, I yes. also want to say um, we want to say thanks to uh, everybody who's participated in Min Max Mankind I don't know that this episode will actually air on April uh, May but it should um, if this is after May we want to especially thank- be thankful for everybody who joined in That was a really cool initiative which was started by um, Shane, and it was something we all got on board with really quickly in a hurry. In fact, we're all repping our Men, Max, Mankind shirts, which you'll definitely see on Instagram, and you can go Mm -hmm. get those on the website. And anything we get from those uh, t-shirts will go to Child's Play Charity, um, which is a super good charity. Shane, if you want to talk Um, about that real quick.
2: Yeah, Child's Play Charity, they give Xboxes, they give video games, they give Handbooks. They give all these games to these kids that are chronically hospitalized and can't really go out and hang out with their friends and their schoolmates and their family. They don't get to visit all the time, and so they give them like a lot of fun they get to do and you know enjoy you know because maybe they can't I mean they can't go out and play kickball maybe you know, um, but they can hang out and play Monster Hunter World um, with me and I'll and they'll send out an SOS player and I'll save them um, <laughs> and it'll be good. I will be um, there
3: too, Gunlands uh, all the way.
2: Gunlands all the way, twenty twenty and for president. Um, and they uh, they get to connect, I think. So for me, the big thing is they get to connect with these people over playing a stupid game, which is what I do with my family. Um, and that is to say, each one of you boys, I love you.
1: Aww.
0: That's like the sweetest. That's we also, sweet. we uh, also want to make... One... Sorry, Shane, do you have one more thing before I wrap up?
2: I do have one more thing. Um, so I am proud to announce, uh, as Scott Shainman, uh here with Lawful Stupid, that this is either taking place in May or it's taking place after may and so for that reason uh, i'm proud to announce that min max mankind doesn't stop at may um so uh boys you can join me on this or not uh i won't put you on the spot here but i'm rolling the z20 right now to continue to give to a charity that i haven't determined yet uh and that's a 14 so 14 dollars is going to uh plus patreon actually i can't i We'll talk about the modifiers later, but a roll of 14 um, for uh, a charity to be determined uh, either in May or after May, because uh, the giving don't stop, and uh, neither does my dedication to utilizing this tabletop community to make the
1: world a little brighter. I say who? That's the army thing. A who? A who? like a question. Go on, Dwayne, do your thing.
0: So I'm gonna wrap up here with. Um, you're gonna hear this in the the episodes. Prior to this, um, 19 and 20, but they're going to be like vague small spots. Um, But we actually joined a podcast network uh, Mm. that's very fresh and very new. um, But I wanted to like give it a little official announcement here. We announced it on our Twitter and socials and stuff like that. It's on the website. But we're part of the NerdSmith Network which is they have so many cool content created creations over there and if you haven't checked out some of the other podcasts like chaotic goodness which is great because we're lawful stupid that was just meant to be and we actually gave them a spot in our one of our previous episodes and that was not planned at all it just happened to be like this funny little coincidence and everybody there is super cool all the directors of the network are like down to earth people and they all have the same ideals we do which is like giving back to the community and making the place uh better so, yeah we're
2: super excited to be part of nerdsmith and uh absolutely uh what's what's the website uh nerdsmith. Is, nerdsmith. is it dot org dot or com dot org
0: nerdsmith.org
2: okay nerdsmith.org
0: they can find it on our website if you go to our website any page at the very bottom
2: yeah, at the very bottom of any of the Loft pages as well, you can find a link over to NerdSmith. Go check out some of those other shows. Give them a listen. They are super good. I'm like, in podcast heaven right now because I'm going through the, all the back catalogs of these different shows, and yes. uh, you should too.
0: Well, we want to say thanks for listening as always, and we hope you enjoyed the recap episode. Um, we There's so much that we're trying to do, and we love this. And whether you guys listen or not, we're just so happy to be putting this content out. But we especially want to say thanks for the likes, the shares, the retweets, and the the reviews.
2: It means a lot. Thanks, guys.
0: It means the world. Love you, mean it.
2: Love you, mean it. Bye! Bye!